The following opinions and ideas are that of the host and or contributors of the Eat This podcast and are for the purposes of general information and entertainment only and do not necessarily reflect the thoughts or ideas of the distributor. Probably watching us right now. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Recording in progress. Broadcasting to the world from inside her closet and high above the streets of Toronto, this is Eat This with Leanne. Here's your host, registered nutritionist, Leanne Philipson. I once proposed a book topic and title to my publisher, and it was all about men's health and in particular weight loss. I found that in supporting men and their health all the way through the, my career of well over 20 years now, it's different dealing with men. And I really thought that having a book out there would be helpful. Well, it was turned down even before my managing editor took it to what's called the group, which is basically a really large boardroom of a whole bunch of editors and book topics and titles get brought to the big table. And that's when you get a yay or a nay. Well, my idea didn't even make it to the table, unfortunately, because men don't buy books mm. or men don't buy enough books. So from a business standpoint, I was not able to get out what I felt was important for men. It just made me pause and think, well, there's men's health magazines. I know that there's guys sitting there watching YouTube or listening to podcasts. And I don't think that, I think there's a certain breed of man out there the, who is in that camp of no way am I going to read an article or or the typical situation where the woman in their life is saying come on we got to do this and yanking them along you know <laughs> by their collar and saying come on we got to go do this but what didn't make sense to me was this huge blanket statement that men don't buy books and I just I just went ugh, really this is part of the problem right here right now so I could go on about this, but I won't for now because there's a lot more important stuff to say. There are some similarities between women and men's health, but the way these differences, let's talk about hormones, for instance. I'm made up of different hormones to what you're made up of, Chris, and the risk factors between us are different as much as the physical differences are between us. While the typical beer belly on a man isn't healthy, well, neither really is the muffin top on a woman. The same issues are at play here, but with the hormonal balance driving so much of a, what our bodies do, what we eat, a whole episode dedicated to men and their health, in my opinion, was really needed. Now, while I do my best to talk about topics that are for all genders to my loyal listeners, well, we've talked about menopause. We did that in episode 60, didn't we, Chris? We talked about that. And I think that that's important for men to listen to because the men love the women. And in this case, I think this is important for women to listen to for the men that they love. And for all of those who are in same-sex relationships and all of those kind of things, please don't think I'm discounting you because I just think everybody needs needs to listen to this and needs this focus. So 
Today, we're going to talk about the men in our lives, from the bathroom to the bedroom, how to stay in tip-top shape for all that you want to do in life and not be held back by cardiovascular issues, which are responsible for about one in four male deaths. Now, I know that there, there are some guys, they just think that they're invincible. And I'm all for that positive attitude and thinking all of those kind of things. But there also needs to be some hardcore attention paid to the health of you and to stay that way. Now, in coming up with this topic, there was no one that I thought would be better for this than talking to Dr. Davis Brockenshire. So today on Eat This with Leanne, I'm going to speak with one of our favorite health experts and functional medicine gurus, let's call him, really an expert from Innovations Health in Plymouth, Michigan, Dr. Davis Brockenshire, and all about men's health. Now, I actually let him come up with the topic because he has so many male clients, whether it is their women that have dragged them in or they're just aware themselves. So we're going to talk about staying youthful, what signs not to ignore in your body, how erectile dysfunction happens, and how it's going to affect you in other ways rather than just focusing on what's happening in the bedroom or not happening in the bedroom. A topic near to my heart is mental health, and it is definitely not talked about nearly enough in men as well. Arthritis, degeneration, heart disease, and even brain health. We're going to get onto all of those kind of things. And when we get there, you get to tell us what else you want to hear about. So welcome back to Eat This with Leanne, Dr. B. Thanks for having me back, Leanne. I know this is a, a pretty unique topic and it can get extensive once we start talking about it. But uh, where do you want to begin? So let's start with what you had first on your list is to how to stay youthful. All guys want to stay youthful, but they don't know it until they wake up one day and they go, I'm old. Yeah, exactly. Um, Everything hurt. Can't get out of bed. That's why I got an ultramatic bed. I don't have to get out of bed. It does it for me. Right. That's what guys do, right? Guys look for technology to kind of put off the aging. Exactly. The the, the paradox in uh, natural health particularly is... When you look at the demographics of those people that use natural health is primarily women mm. until mom or the wife or the significant other says, you need to go see this doctor. Right. And so whenever I ask a new male client, why are you here? They usually say, well, because I was told to come here. Yeah. <laughs> and then after the first visit, they're like, oh, my God, where have you been my whole life? I had no idea I could talk about these things. Yeah. Or that you could feel better. Yeah. So as guys age, they just kind of, you know, put things on the shelf. They just keep going Yeah. until they can't go anymore. Usually when a, a, a traditional, you know, guy's guy pays attention to his health, it's usually after the first heart attack. Yeah. Yes. Yep. They survived it. And they went, man, I got to quit. Whatever. Right. Drinking, yep. smoking, not taking care of themselves. So yeah, maybe. <laughs> the good news is since 2000, it's been changing. Okay. So That's positive. I guess we can thank some of the media for that. There's a lot more tools for the male population to do as far as taking care of themselves. It's a little more open. It's okay as a guy to go see a, a, an esthetician. You know, it's yep. guys get facials, guys get manicures. It's all good. That's the outside health. Guys are actually going to biologic dentists now, getting their teeth checked, whereas before they're like, I'll just get new teeth. Who cares? Right. (laughs) 
But the, the majority of men that come into my practice, um, and this is pretty much the same for functional medicine uh, around North America, is they were diagnosed with diabetes or pre-diabetes. Guys over 20 are averaging about 41% obese, which boom, right? That, that was not Staggering. like that in 1960. And uh, ironically, though, women are averaging 42%. So guys are still ahead. <clears throat> That's just because we take out the garbage more, a little more often. Chris, you got to be really careful how we yeah. say things and what we say. Um, I'm only specifically with, talking about my situation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There you go. That, that's better. <laughs> What's refreshing is the, uh, the younger generation of males are paying more attention to their health. And the research shows that the under 34 crowd is spending more money on anti-aging than any other group. So they're very invested in, you know, keeping this mortal coil going the best they can. They don't like disability. Um, Nobody does, but they're not willing to go gently into that good night. So I see a lot of uh, younger guys, I would say, Recent college graduates, you know, they're they're investing in themselves. They're working on themselves. They want to know what they're supposed to do to stay healthy. And the easiest thing is exercise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, just do it. Just move. Yeah, um, and and I can think of one one uh, one client that I had who um, he had skin issues that would flare up the more he exercised mm-hmm. and would run ten k a day at least. And we, I really focused on trying to get the oxidative stress uh, under control with him because while he was moving a lot, this, his stress levels were, were mitigated by the exercise that he was doing, but it was showing up somewhere else. Right. So again, just comes back to the balance that you need to find in the movement that makes you feel really good and keeps you going. Because as you said, guys just keep going. So this was his way of of I just got to keep going. So I'm just going to literally keep running. Yeah, and yeah. then when, when, when he would stop, his skin would improve. Well, we got to create good habits just like anything else. Yeah. One of the mental aspects I've noticed with guys is particularly in their forties, <clears throat> if they were athletes in high school or college, their brain still remembers those days, but their body doesn't to them. They think, well, I was active a lot then. I don't need to do that now. But the way you stay active as we get older um, has to change. You know, we have to incorporate strength training, flexibility, rest. You don't need to do as much as you used to. Uh, those two-a-day workouts in football are not the normal, okay? None, yeah. none of that stuff makes any sense when you're a 40-year-old male holding down two jobs with three kids and, you know, yep. a boat. So the strategy with male health is coming at it from an individual point of view, and personally, I think it's more of a psychological treatment plan than it is anything else. Really? You know, the guy's got to, you know, you have to communicate with that person. They have to know you're on your, they're on your side. You almost have to like make them part of your tribe. They want to be part of the wolf pack. Hmm. And then once they, once they own that communication and you're on their side, then they'll actually start listening to you. But if you say to a guy, dude, you got to quit smoking. Now you can tell me what to do. Right. But now if you're communicating Why? effectively, most guys don't want to go to the doctor. Nope. Why would they? <laughs> no way. Nothing good comes of it. So how long in how long in your career did it take you to realize that, Davis, to come to that realization that that's the approach you've got to take? After about five years, when yeah. all the ladies were yelling at their husbands and they started coming in. 
Wow. Uh, but once you once you get the the male psychology to realize that you know you can improve your health with just a little bit of work, yeah, it's autopilot. And then what's interesting is they feel that it's okay to be healthy because in their mind, their dad and their uncles and their grandfathers they were all sick. Right. They just didn't know it. So their their psychology says, well, it's normal for me to be like that. Right. Hmm. Well, my dad yeah. had heart disease. My grandpa had cancer or whatever. Yep. You don't. That's not your uh, destiny. You know, no. you you have some say in that based on your environment. So, smoking and drinking are the two biggies. Um, as far as causes of death for guys, it's you know cardiovascular disease, just yeah. like women. Cancer is number two, and then number three for guys is that hold my beer moment. Accident. Oh. Hey, hold my beer. No, dude, don't do it. Oh. Oh. That river was I was shallow. thinking, what are you talking about? Hold my beer. I'm thinking, what could happen? I've never actually beer? looked into what percentage of the Darwin Award winners were male, but I would imagine that's in the 90s. Yeah. So the third leading cause of death for men are accidents. Oh, wow. Which usually involve a hold my beer moment. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Hey, 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 you shoot the maple syrup can off my head with the arrow. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Wait, well, oh, sorry. So what happened? Yeah. Where, where, did the, where did the arrow hit you? Exactly. <laughs> oh, it's an old wound that will it's never a- heal. Yes. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Yeah. But everybody's done things like that. And uh, as far as women, the number three cause of death is stroke because they're watching their man do stupid <laughs> things like this. <laughs> No. <clears throat> Take the maple syrup off your head, Davis. Right. For crying out loud, you're a father. <laughs> you can't prove that. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh God, yeah, psychology is the key here. Um, Leanne, you and I are both all about, you know, wringing the most out of life while we're here. Let's let's have as much fun as we can while we're here and, and yeah. leave a lasting impact. Let's make a difference. Yep. I think with guys, guys always get the ra- uh, a bad rap statistically because our life expectancy is just a tick shorter than okay. women. Um, but that's changing. So guys and gals, their life expectancies are actually getting shorter and shorter. Mm. Uh, you know, we can go on and on about why that's happening. Yeah. A lot of attention is paid towards breast cancer. Yeah. Uh, not much is talked about with prostate cancer. That even was my next question. Yeah, prostate health. Same incidence. So about is one it? in eight for breast cancer, one in eight for prostate cancer. Mm. Whoa. So guys, we get a different expression of that disease, whereas breast cancer can rear its head in ladies, you know, starting in the early 20s upwards all the way. Prostate cancer doesn't typically show up until the 50s. Like I tell guys, at about 50, if you're not paying attention to your health, nobody is. And that's when you start to see heart disease, cancer, all these things start to form. Uh, So ideally, you want to address these, you know, 10, 20 years before you would expect them to show up. Mm -hmm. And there's another statistic that should get everybody's attention. Guys over 80, all of them have prostate cancer at some level. So how how does this start? Because does it start with peeing more in the night? The classic symptoms of prostate dysfunction are the inability to start urinating or the inability to stop urinating or, you know, your shoulder gets sore because you're leaning against the wall because it's taking forever to urinate. So you've got a reduced screen. Right. The, The nighttime thing 
That's not always uh, a sign of prostate dysfunction, but it's one of those questions that gets asked a lot. You know, how many times do you wake up to use the bathroom? And if you're not drinking a lot of water and you're waking up more than twice, then you've got some prostate swelling. Now, swelling doesn't mean you have cancer. It just means that that valve, that little organ is starting to swell. Another good home trick is, this is just, you know, for guys to put your mind at ease, we're going to intersect prostate health with erectile dysfunction or ED. I saw a commercial recently that said 50% of males over 40 have erectile dysfunction. And I went, "What? wait, what? No, that can't be right. And I looked into it and it was true. You know, half of guys over 40 report erectile dysfunction. Oh, I saw that same commercial and I had the exact same reaction. So here's a little trick. Guys, if you wake up with a morning erection more than once a week, your parts are working. That means your testosterone's working. That means your prostate's working. Okay. All right. That's a little home trick. If you can't remember the last time you had a morning erection and you don't have memory issues, then you need to get your testosterone levels checked and you need to have a prostate exam. And guys need to just suck it up and start paying attention to their bodies because guys are kind of weenies when it comes to, you know, checking things out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, hey, does that mole look like cancer? Dude, that's not a mole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Learned it from my dad. That's where I get it. Right. From. Yep. Right. Yeah. Ignore yeah. it until it goes away. Exactly. Any information and details expressed during this podcast can be found at SproutBright.com or LeannePhillipson.com. Okay, so can you go into testosterone? This is, seems like a good segue here because yeah. there are, you know, guys have, have to have a, a certain amount of testosterone, but then you've also got hormones that help the testosterone be, you know, do its work. Um, you've got the free testosterone. So when someone gets a blood test back, what is it that they're looking for? Because if they're within the reference range and it's all fine and, and all that kind of stuff, then they're going to think, oh, hmm. But in the functional medicine arena, then there's a lot more digging that can be done. So you pay attention to that morning erection thing. But <clears throat> if you find that you're losing muscle mass, you're losing energy, you're losing hope, you just uh -huh. don't care about anything anymore. Uh -huh. A lot of times that's a dopamine issue and that can be tied to testosterone. That usually shows up in late 30s, early 40s, and it's because they're burned out. Right. So adrenal fatigue and adrenal exhaustion typically start the testosterone problem. Taking testosterone could make things worse. If you look at the physiology of testosterone, it starts with cholesterol. So if you're on cholesterol-lowering medication and your vitamin D is low, your testosterone is going to be low. By giving somebody in that situation testosterone, you're going to start signaling cancer pathways. Right. So we've got to be really careful how we work with that hormone. You don't just want to start injecting it. I mean, you can buy testosterone online now and it's just start injecting it. Oh, really? Yep. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Um, yep. And that's a really fast way to get your prostate to swell. So there are other things you can use. There's the, uh, I guess, nutritional hormone, DHEA, which does get converted to testosterone eventually. But if uh -huh. you're stressed out, you're going to turn it into cortisol. Right. And so that's where you start to get the big liver belly. You start losing muscle mass. Um, 
your hair starts falling out, you know, all these things. And what's rude about guy's health is it just kind of happens. You just realize, you know, last summer I was great. This summer, I don't know what happened. Dude, you got old. <laughs> right. And, and I'm just going to bring in that, that hair loss. It's not always on the top of your head. Right. It's on your body. Yeah. And, and that's a, that's a place to look at. So if all of a sudden you think, oh, I'm not getting hairier or I'm getting, you know, I'm losing hair on my chest or back or wherever you might've had it, then that's another signal too. I grew up in Windsor as a kid. I had a lot of uh, old Italian friends and their dads and and their uh, nonas and papas and all that. And you'd always see these old Italian guys, you know, they'd be watering their driveway with the black socks and sandals yelling yep. at things. I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> they wore those high socks because they didn't want anybody to see that their legs don't grow hair anymore below the knees. <laughs> Which is crazy because if you think about it, they're usually pretty hairy fellas. That's right. So warning sign, guys, if you start losing hair below your knees, so if the hair off your feet is gone, the hair off your shins are gone, that's a heart issue. You're looking at circulation. You know how many guys look down just now, Davis? I know. That's what I want them to do. (laughs) That's exactly what I did. Guys need to have hobbit feet for their whole life. We want hairy feet because that means the arteries have lots of room and circulation. About 52% of guys over 20 have hypertension or high blood pressure. Staggering. Once you start down that road with medication, you're accelerating your morbidity. All right. It's, It's not a good thing to do. So if you can keep the hair growing on your feet, that means you're getting the blood down there. That means your microcirculation is doing well. So that's a quick okay. gut check for people. And if you're driving, don't take your shoes off. Like, no, don't have a lot. Don't have a lot. Okay, so talking about microcirculation, let's. Yeah. Uh, have you got anything more to add about uh, erectile dysfunction? Right. So the easiest thing to do for circulation is exercise. Um, there are little test strips that you can buy online that measure nitric oxide. And uh, they come in a little test strip. They look like a, like a little pool test strip to check chlorine, but this strip is testing nitric oxide. And if your nitric oxide is low, then your arteries and veins are too tight and you're not moving blood into those tiny little spaces of your body. What you can do is help your body make nitric oxide, which mm-hmm. includes good clean protein because you need the amino acid arginine. You're also going to want to look at vegetables like beets, beetroot, and beet leaf. There you go, Chris. Explain. <laughs> yeah. So How they, long they, ago was it that I talked about beets and then Chris got some other guys, Jerry on yeah. News Talk 1010. As soon I'm just, I try and get, give the dudes as many beets as possible. I'm like, come on, guys, just eat the beets. It's like, why? I said, because it's good. It's yeah, good. It's good Trust sure. me, it's good. And they go, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? I said, no, it's really good. And they go, what oh, oh, okay. there's a really cool Australian hack, you know, how to eat Australian. And what you do is you either take some beets or a beet extract, like beet powder. All right. So you drink that and then you get out in the sun about 30 minutes after you've eaten it. Uh And the UV light will hypercharge the chemistry of those beets and flood your system with nitric oxide. Tremendous. So the CrossFitters figured this out and they take these little beet extract tablets and then they jump in the sun when they work out and it's it's flooding the system with nitric oxide so you get this huge boost of energy yeah wow see so a guy like chris hemsworth he's eating a lot of beets that's a big dude from australia oh yeah oh yeah yeah (laughs) between wrestling sharks and throwing kegs (laughs) pumpkin seeds are another good one so pumpkin seeds you know papitas little uh, dry roasted pumpkin seeds 
they have a lot of chemistry that's good for the prostate and good for circulation. So guys want to start including pumpkin seeds into your diet and stay away from the sugars and the garbage fats, which restrict circulation. Mm-hmm. So all these little things that, that you want to start doing as a guy, just adding things into your diet over time and make it regular. Yep. Peanuts do the opposite. You know, peanuts shrink circulation, pumpkin seeds expand circulation. So anything else for erectile dysfunction? And the biggest factor with ED is between the ears, the, yeah, the, yeah. the psychology of what's going on. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's why, like I said, that question of a morning erection is the biggest thing to pay attention to. It kind of happens overnight. You know, all of a sudden, guys just realize, wait a minute, something's not right. So if you notice that something's not right, it's just not working the way it used to. That's the first warning sign of cardiovascular disease as a symptom. Okay. So erectile dysfunction in any form is a warning for cardiovascular disease genesis things are happening right i think if cardiologists would warn guys about that then they'd probably pay more attention but most guys would you'd see that campaign and the only thing they'd focus on is the ed they wouldn't even they wouldn't even get to the cardiovascular disease right. part of it they'd only well, focus on it, well how do i fix this i don't care about exactly. that. I'll deal with that later well that's the thing right men t- typically will think how do i fix this and mm-hmm. just give me a pill right. for it instead exactly. of eating the pumpkin seeds and finding a way to eat beets, even if you don't like them and you feel like they, you know, they taste like dirt. I've got a great recipe in my book, Sprout Right Family Food, which is beets, kale, and I can't remember what's in it, but I would just add pumpkin seeds now. And then, hey, presto, there you go. Perfect. The the bigger issue here is ED is a circulatory disease. Of course. Which then leads to heart disease and then eventually Alzheimer's if you live that long. And then you don't remember why you're there in the first place. Right. So this is the modern outcome of the modern male is that our entire environment is driving those disease processes. Right. And the biggest environmental impact on prostate health is estrogen. So estrogens in our food, estrogens in plastic. Um, If you're in a relationship and your partner's using estrogen creams, you gotta be really careful with that because there was an interesting study where all of a sudden guys just started developing prostate cancer out of nowhere. And the common thread was all of the women were using vaginal estrogen suppositories for menopausal dryness. And the guys were getting exposed to that estrogen and it was just blowing their prostate out. Wow. Then that comes with a warning label now too. Yeah. And then what about guys who think, oh, yeah, I'll just try this testosterone cream. And then they put it on themselves. And then yep. they're, then the women get exposed. Then, then their partners get exposed to it, too. And that's throws everything else out of whack. You can get right. testosterone in a squeeze tube. That's interesting. You can yep. get it in a little deodorant stick, too. You, wow. I really, really encourage uh, men to make sure that you understand the levels and the impact of even even es- estrogen. Where's your estrogen at? Like, why is your testosterone off in the first place? Yeah, you never want to check testosterone without checking estrogen in a guy as well. That's right. And there's another marker that we measure. It's the sex binding globulin. That's the one. SBGH. And if it's uh, if it's really low or really high, your liver is having a very difficult time with hormones. And if it's starting to creep up, 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 that means something else isn't working well. So does that show up on a on a normal blood test at your doctor's, or is it's that a bit more you have of a to functional... order it separate? Yeah. Okay, that's it's more of a separate. functional medicine. Yeah. 
Now for Chris and I, cause you know, we're getting a little Gandalf in the beard here. <laughs> there is a way to kind of enhance physiology with hormones, but you got to work with a doctor who's an expert in hormones and you can use a little bit of testosterone, a little bit of progesterone, a little bit of this, a little bit of that as we age to keep those youthful levels up, mm. but it only works if you support everything else. So it's right. not a cheat or a shortcut. Right. And if you're going to go down that road, you've got to love your liver like there's no tomorrow. Right. Because all roads lead to the liver with hormones. They do. You've said that uh, on, I think on it pretty much every episode yeah. that, that you've come on. So Stallone is not an accident. All right. Stallone is engineered. All right. those guys in their 70s, they're engineered on purpose. Or even Harrison Ford, you can't be Indiana Jones at 80. No. But he is. We work with these people to say, look, they've got to do what they got to do. Well, there's ways to do that, but it requires a lot of time, a lot of financial resources, and it can be done. Mm. My hope is that guys pay more attention to their health in their 30s and 40s so they can, you know, maybe make it to retirement. Yeah. Absolutely. Just, you know, leave it to their crummy kids. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not looking for Stallone. I'm it's somewhere between me <laughs> and Stallone would be great. Like a like a Dr. B, maybe that level. There you go. Like somewhere in yep. the like right around that's what I'm looking for. I think that's attainable, Chris. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. one of the best home tricks for guys is just get yourself an infrared sauna. If Ooh, guys oh, would just, just sweat. Just pick one up. <laughs> pick one up, put it in your basement, you know, whatever. If guys would sweat. 30 minutes, two to three times a week, you can reduce so many of the hormonal issues that cause male health problems. Oh, I do that just doing dishes, man. I... <laughs> yeah, but you're sweating because, you know, the gym beam's coming out of the pores. I saw the other day a infrared sauna, I can't call it a sauna, a mat. Yeah. Not or like a blanket type thing. And I did wonder, yeah. I thought, Oh, I don't know. Like, and then what are you going to do? Sweat all over the mat or something like that? Just, yeah. I, I have a friend who has an, an infrared sauna and she's got it in her, in her spare room. Yep. She bought it from someone in Collingwood and she's in it all the time and feels like a million bucks right if after. you have $3,000 to spend on your family's health for technology, that's what I would buy. Right. There are some home builders that include them as part of the houses now. Yeah, well, we have one. Uh, well, you know, it's adjacent to the wine cellar, which gets a little weird because you come out of the sauna <laughs> and you're like, I know I'm supposed to drink water. <laughs> but, but oh, my uh, gosh, so how would the willpower has got to be on high to walk. Yeah. Past. So you grab a quick glass and then you jump in the hot tub and then you have a cold shower. Yeah, that's how we do it in Michigan. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Now, I want to I want to move on to something that I don't believe gets talked about enough in general, but especially of late to do with men, and that's mental health. Yeah, well, that's kind of the cornerstone of, of dealing with things. Um, there is an epidemic of depression amongst male high schoolers right now. Yeah. And I, you know, things just got dark, Chris, so hang on tight. But suicide is legit. Yep. I every day this week, I had to talk to somebody whose son killed themselves. Oh my God. I was even just I was getting this amazing hair of mine taken care of at the local salon. And the person after me was an 18 year old recent high school graduate. And my salon owner texted him and said, Hey, where are you? 
And the mom texted back. She's like, well, he's dead. He killed himself last night. And I'm like, well, that's Tuesday. So there's one. And then Wednesday, we had another one. Thursday, we had, I'm like, guys, if you don't feel like yourself, speak up. It's not heroic to hold it in. That's my message. Talk to somebody. Mm -hmm. Um, Hopefully you got bros, you got parents, you got friends. A lot of these kids are medicated in ways that, you know, people don't know about. And communication for me is the key. Now there's things in our environment that are causing this obviously, but one of the the things I've noticed in the last few years is what is the role of a guy? You know, guys, what are we supposed to do in in America? There's a lot of pressure to say, you know, there's this toxic masculinity thing. And, And so some kids don't even know who they're supposed to be anymore. Right. So they'd rather be something else. And if they don't know what they're supposed to be, then they check out. And then, you know, moving through that, you've got that whole uh, midlife crisis situation. So dad comes home with a Ferrari and you're like, what's with the Ferrari? He says, no, what's with the Pilates instructor? I'm like, "Uh oh, (laughs) Oh, geez. So, you know, yes, things change. Um, But there's no magic bullet. You know, communication is key. Exercise is key. Get off your devices. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ditch the dopamine toxicity. They're they're looking for answers, and that may be a generational difference. I, I don't yeah. remember ever, and maybe that's to a fault, ever really getting in depth conversations with Dad about who I was supposed to be. Right. right. So Dad just went out. He worked hard, and he set his own example, and figured if the kid, you know, hopefully my kids are watching. Um, and now it seems like kids are searching for someone to tell them what to do. What am I supposed to be? Well, there's a, right. there's a successful guy on, on social media. I want to be him. Oh, you know what? Not, to, mm. I don't want to be him anymore. I want to be this guy over here because he's driving a Ferrari. The social media icons that these kids look up to mm. are all committing suicide too. Yeah. Which is crazy. And uh, you, you know, dopamine is one of those drugs that our bodies make that has a limit. And when you exceed the brain's limit of dopamine, everything goes flat. Much like crystal meth, the first dose is the best. Everything after that is flat. And when you do that, it's an interesting outlook on on the world because everything's depressing. Like nothing makes you happy. You lose total hope. The whole world just kind of goes black. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's a warning sign. So if you are losing the love for the things you love, get help. Ask questions. Right. All right. Um, and what else can they do to support the dopamine levels? Well, you've got to be careful with how much you're putting, you're making your body make. And unfortunately, devices, TV, computers, all of that scrolling, for example, is hyper addictive. Mm-hmm. So if you can, uh, if you can create a dopamine fast two yep. weekends out of the month, just take 48 hours, no devices, mm-hmm. your brain can reset. But Leanne, as you and I know, dopamine starts in the gut. Yeah. So, you know, if they were on an antibiotic or they've been, you know, eating, you know, too much Swiss chalet or whatever, and their guts just aren't getting nourished the way they need to, particularly with today's kids, their, uh, their dopamine pathways are going to be altered. And right. then medications start to address that. Um, a lot and of kids all roads lead to the liver again, all that yeah. medication needs to be processed. If they're using and... cannabis heavily, then that's another sign because while cannabis is a very useful plant, 
if they're relying on it to get through their day, that's yeah. a sign that something else is going on with dopamine. Well, we're getting off topic, but I don't think that guys and girls in general are equipped to handle what's coming next from a mental health collapse. So the best thing we can do is stay moving, you know, see some sunshine. If you get a chance to see the sun once a day, the sun kicks up serotonin, uh, hug a puppy. If you look at a puppy and you just say, eh, it's a puppy. Then we got to ask the question, what's going on in that brain? Right. Um, when I work with military people who have come back from deployment, they're a little fried dopamine. Right. Well, mm -hmm. yeah, you talk about mental health and male health. It's yes. where do you start? Start with the liver. Right. Hug a puppy. Liver, gut. Hug a puppy. Yeah. Hug a puppy. Yeah. Get yourself on that on the take this with Liam Bio Boost to at least start to balance out a little bit before, you know, that's just something when people want a magic bullet and they're like, what can I do? What can I take? I will always, number one, just say, okay, let's try a probiotic. This is Eat This with Leanne. There's another one I just thought of. Chris, you and I joke about alcohol all the time, but mm. guys tend to lean on alcohol to help stabilize mm -hmm. them. And that's a sign of a chronic B vitamin deficiency. And the longer they do that, the worse it gets. So yeah. in that client situation, if you're a guy and you just, you've got to have alcohol in order to set your head straight, consider hyperdosing a good B complex. Mm. The liposome yeah. liquid that's on SproutRight.com. I will I will not live without that now. Yeah, you need a teaspoon or more a couple times a day if you've been leaning on alcohol. Wow. And uh, if you want some references for that, you can look up how niacin can change alcoholics, mm. which is vitamin B. So definitely a win. Any guy that's having issues trying to you know stay upbeat or hopeful, you yeah. got to crank the B vitamins. It makes a massive difference. And also just the typical diet of drive through burgers, you know, chips, just not even paying attention to what it is that you're putting in your body because you're just not there. It's not in your realm of what it is that you think about. And hopefully listening to this will make you, you know, drive towards the store and get some real food because that, you know, that sugar addiction, I even see it with my with my daughter and it's just constant it's almost like she can't help herself and she's dealing with depression and mm -hmm. it'll give you it tastes good it just gives you that almost like that dopamine hit of like oh yeah this is really good this is really good but the more you have the more you want and and it just keeps on going in this past week i even said to her we really have to get a handle on this yeah. you don't realize how much white stuff you're gravitating towards, unless I say you got to eat this first, or the fact that there's a million popsicles that come in that she goes and gets, and then she just eat, inhales a box in two days. You really, really have to just take stock and look at what what are your patterns, what it is, what is it that you're doing, and make one small change. That's it. You know, I say eat one mouthful at a time. If you eat that burger or have those fries or whatever, what can you do the next time that you decide to eat something that has a color 
in it is real, is not processed, does not come from a window or, you know, or even from a box or a plastic bag or something like that. Like it's real stuff. It's got color in it. The antioxidants, the superfoods, all of those kind of things. Jerry Agar always, always a host on News Talk 1010. He always jokes. He's like, you're always trying to get me to eat twigs and berries. Twigs and berries. I'm like, no, dude, just eat the berries, you know, the twigs and all that kind of stuff. I don't know where you're going with that, but sure. Go for it with the berries. You could just go buy a thing of blueberries and just sit there and eat them, you know, done. That's fast food. And then that's going to help all your aches, your pains, your inflammation, your Mm -hmm. arthritis, your body feeling like it's breaking down. The fact you can't get up out of bed in the morning and, and your heart disease, pretty much everything too, when you've got those foods going in. So just to bring it back to the foods as well. Well, little changes, right? You need to make little changes over time. Biggest change I tell guys, look, meat and potatoes is awesome. Get rid of the potatoes. Right. Swap out your starch for a veg. Perfect. Now, okay, they're like, oh, I don't want green beans. I don't want broccoli. Yeah, but who doesn't like balsamic roasted Brussels sprouts and bacon? Like, those are just good. Okay, all right, true. There you go, Chris. You can stop rolling your eyes now. Okay, (laughs) no, that's fine. But it's still, that bacon is still better on the potato than it is on the Brussels sprouts. It's all about compromise, my friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then yeah, make sure that so meat's organic. Make sure the yeah. meat's organic. Yeah. Yeah. It's not and organic. It has enough estrogen in it to drop a hippo. Yep. <laughs> and after we talked with Greg from True Local, then right. we also know that it needs to be grass fed yeah. and finished. Finished. Yeah. And finished. So that's the key thing. If you don't know about that, head back to when we talked about the meat myths. I don't yep. remember the episode number at the moment, but I'll put that in the show notes on leannephillipson.com so you can head back to that one because that was fascinating to understand what it is that you're that you're buying. You know, the antibiotic-free versus, what was the other one, Chris? Antibiotic-free and free from antibiotics. Right. Free from, from antibiotics means that in the last 21 days, they have not had antibiotics. Antibiotic-free means right. that they have not. You don't have to have organic beef if you can't find beef get bison or lamb perfect yeah i'm starting to see more bison in stores it's something i i I never saw until the last couple of years tomahawk bison steak now we're talking wow (laughs) amazing you're just trying to distract me from that whole brussels sprout talk right i'm making you (laughs) it could just be broccoli that's it just make broccoli for god's sake it's not difficult you know any of the greens that everyone says oh not having that stuff or spinach salad or whatever listen if if i start eating that many vegetables i won't have a family anymore it just it's not a good combination your microbiome will adapt it will (laughs) but will my family (laughs) make sure that it's wilted first (laughs) so if you're gonna head to the greens you gotta cook them a little bit first because otherwise your gut is just yep. gonna blow up with all the raw veggies. Right. Oxalates. Look right. at this. We're making changes, Chris. One <laughs> one little step at a time. One step at a time. Just <clears> take <throat> a whole handful of greens. This is what I do. I throw them in my cast iron frying pan with a little bit of water, throw a lid on top of it, and then they all wilt down into like four bites. Yep. And and it's the most powerful thing that you could ever do. Just serve it on it. your poached egg with hollandaise. There you go. Perfect. Right. You can still do it all, but you're just adding in those things. Yeah. All right. So now as we're talking about greens and superfoods, let's just kind of quickly move on to arthritis and degeneration and all that breakdown of the body mm-hmm. that, that tends to happen because 
those antioxidants and superfoods, those are protective for your cells. Yeah. So guys do wear out, right? They've got that nagging injury from whatever, whatever hold my beer moment it was. Hey, I can jump that. No, you can't. So hip replacement, knee replacement. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it comes back to haunt you. A couple rules of arthritis and pain and, and stiffness and inflammation. If you wake up stiff and achy, it's metabolic. Mm. Meaning you're doing something wrong with your metabolism. You're either not drinking enough water, you're drinking too much alcohol, you're eating too late at night, too many starches, et cetera. Or there's a food sensitivity. If you wake up fine, but it gets worse throughout the day, then that's arthritis. Right. Okay. So people think they wake up and they're stiff. That's arthritis. That's not arthritis. That's metabolic inflammation. If you're stiff later in the day, that's truly a joint degenerative situation. Joints degenerate either due to trauma Mm -hmm. or a hidden infection. Mm. We call those focal infections. And a focal infection is most often found in the mouth. So if you've got an arthritic situation and you don't know why it's there, have your teeth triple and quadruple checked for old infections. If you've got root canals or crowns, Chances are there's an infection in there and that does impact your bones. Another one to look at is if you've ever had walking pneumonia, you've probably got a joint infection somewhere. So things to look at. And then if that's the case, you do a little liver detox, clean up the gut. And uh, when in doubt, hammer it with good quality turmeric and another herb called Boswellia serrata. Mm-hmm. Which is the type of anti-inflammatory. Yep. Yeah. Big anti-inflammatory. What you don't want to do is reach for the NSAIDs, things like ibuprofen or Aleve. You don't want to reach for those because those end up causing inflammation in the gut. Even though they make the joint feel better, they make the gut worse, which eventually will make the joint feel worse. Right. So, and that's what um, everybody will typically go for. Yeah. Yep. If they, wanna, got, they still want to go sailing. They still want to play golf. They still want to still want to whatever it happens to be. I'll just go take some painkillers before yeah. I, before I go. The end stage uh, problem with ibuprofen is it causes bone marrow fatigue and kidney failure, which is not heroic at all. No. So if you have bone spurs in your joints, definitely pay attention to those. There's something we're using in the U.S. It's called ozone. You can inject ozone into a joint Mm -hmm. and the ozone will draw the immune system to that joint and start breaking down the bone spurs. Mm -hmm. As long as we follow Leanne's advice and make sure we've got all those plant-based antioxidants to clean up the mess. Yeah. So, you know, if you're going to do something really manly and throw on the card hearts, grab a chainsaw and go carve a bear into a tree. (laughs) <laughs> You're going to want to clean up all that sawdust, right? You got to clean up the debris after. Right. And in medicine, we forget to clean up the debris. So we got to make yes. sure we clean that up. And there's always debris. There's stuff there's after and stuff after antibiotics, <clears throat> stuff after, you know, the pills I take for my migraines, all of those kind yeah. of things. And if you don't move those, your bowels one to two times a day, there's way too much debris. And something that, again, I don't think men talk about. You know, I think that with the di- with digestive health, men, you know, and I probably think back to my dad, too, of, you know, he couldn't go in the bathroom after he'd been in there. Mm-hmm. And we just kind of thought, I guess that's just how it is. It's normal. And it's not like your poo's going to stink of roses. But if you are seriously, you know, put do not enter on the bathroom after you've been in there, there are bugs in your gut. And that has to be addressed. If so, the flies won't go near it, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> the gassiness, the 
nonstop farting all day long, you know, all that, those kind of things. It's not normal. It does mm -hmm. not have to be that way. So just because it seems like such a dude thing to do where, you know, if you're in bed or something and then, you know, it's supposed to be funny when the dude farts and then sticks your head underneath the duvet just because it's <laughs> funny or coming. whatever. Yeah. yeah, right. Like it's just it's not normal to to smell that bad. <laughs> We've come back so, to the light now. I know. <laughs> We've got two incredibly smart people on this podcast and sure enough, Dutch oven came out. <laughs> here's here's the state of health and the state of health in North America right now. You're walking through the campground in the middle of the night looking for moose, and all you can hear is farts and CPAP machines. Right. Yes, that's so true. Oh, my God, the CPAP machines. Yep. You know, like, wait a minute. What happened to us? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're going to be gassy. That just happens. That's natural. Mm -hmm. But not to the point where you're just, like Chris said, you're smoking everybody out. Like, it's yep. just, it doesn't have to be that way. <laughs> All right. So anything else that you can think of on your list here? We've got heart disease. We might have covered that a little bit. We've got brain health as well. Yeah, a good point on the brain. Um, you know, a lot of guys have been concussed you right. know, from peewee hockey on. Yep. Guys do dumb things, right? You know, hit your brother in the head with a shovel. Okay. <laughs> oh, you know, I, every single new patient I see that's male, I have to go back through and look at their closed head injury history. And some yeah. of them are significant. Like, where'd you get that scar? Oh, yeah, that's the one time I got hit in the back of the head with an axe. How'd that happen? Oh, I walked behind my dad while he was chopping wood. Yeah. Like, all these little things happen. And we don't pay attention to them. But then when you start screening for it, you realize that a lot of those symptoms started with that head injury. Right. So the brain health, the mental health are intimately tied. And if you read about the symptoms of post-concussion syndrome, mm -hmm. it also mimics suicide, depression, anxiety, all that stuff. So there are techniques you can use to work on that. And a lot of it involves exercise. And that's a whole other conversation. But like I said, when in doubt, start using turmeric. And curcumin? Curcuminoids come from turmeric. So you're looking for the best quality turmeric and supplement form. Don't just start pouring tablespoons of turmeric powder into your shake. Yep. Uh, you'll really smell bad after that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll make sure that I link the uh, Physica curcumin because yeah, it's the powerful, curcumin. powerful stuff. You always want yeah. to get it in the body. And I, I recommend people cook with it, eat it. You know, go ahead for and sure. put a little bit on your eggs or in your soup or your salad. But you want to start bringing in those anti-inflammatory foods and spices. One of the things I miss about Toronto is really good Indian food. Mm. Mm -hmm. So, uh, hello. Yep. All right. Well, I mean, we could go in depth into any aspect of everything that we've just spoken about. So if there is something that you want us and we'll invite Dr. B back again, because he's a glutton for punishment to keep coming back <laughs> on, then, then let us know. Reach out and let us know because Dr. B is very gracious with his time and his expertise. And we're very, very grateful for always having you on Eat This with Leanne. Thanks, Davis. Thanks, Leanne. Hey, Davis, hold my beer. Watch this. <laughs> wait, 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 let me get my phone. Okay, chaps, and for the ladies who love them, how is that? Is your mind blown? I don't know, Chris, like there was 
three or four things where I just took a moment and took a breath and went, ah, that just connected all the dots for me. Yeah, yeah. It uh, it freaks me out and makes me feel good all at the same time. Right. When he yeah. when, when you guys talked about how you can buy testosterone basically through Amazon, um, just like online is, is yeah. That yeah. you don't have to go through some sort of practitioner or medical professional in order to access mm-hmm. that sort of thing. But it, it, I am hopeful in the fact that he said a lot. He's getting an awful lot of young dudes walking yep. through his door or on his Zoom screen who are aware and interested in their own bodies and their own health and yeah. doing the work that is necessary now in order to be better later. Yeah. And I think that that is such a disconnect for a lot of people, but I absolutely see it or have observed it, I'll say, in men far more than women, mm-hmm. where putting in, you know, investing in yourself now, there are a few clients that I've had who've said, you know, my father died when when I when he was 40 and I want to be around for my grandkids. Like there is always a motivating factor, mm-hmm. which is good. And it's, you know, a shame all at the same time. But there has to be something. And, and what what Dr. B said was when a, when a man has a, a heart attack, that's when he wakes up. Yep. But at what point in the past, even before they got there, could they have really started to eat more beets, for instance, or have a bit more greens along with something or, hey, I'm getting a burger, load up on that extra lettuce. Like it doesn't have to be a hard right where you are changing everything about your life. It can be the small things and it's only ever the small things that have the biggest impact. So from everything that you've heard that he has to say, please hold on to that. If it's one less beer that you have with the guys, if it's, you know, you don't order the wings again after the hockey practice or whatever, and you just say, I, you know, I'm going to try something that has a little bit of veggies. Or if it's the wings, then eat the, eat the veggies on the side, eat the carrot sticks and the celery. Don't just leave them in the basket afterwards. Then that is one small thing that you can do for yourself. You're giving yourself fiber, which will help to clear out that cholesterol, the too high cholesterol, so that you can try and find a balance so that you've got hormones that are or you've got the cholesterol moving the hormones around your body and then you won't need to go get the testosterone cream which you probably don't need anyway because you got to make sure you've got the right balance going on and that just would stop anybody from thinking oh i'm just going to do a quick fix you have to do this in the right order and you need you need the support whether it's mental health whether it's physical health whether you want a better sex life and a better libido and just really for all the equipment to work properly, then please, please make sure that you reach out. And it's not unmanly to do that. And I think that that's what's been passed down from generation to generation. So I'm also super excited, as you are, Chris, that younger men are actually taking care of themselves, maybe better than their, you know, their dads and their grandfathers did. So Thank you so much to Davis uh, Brockenshire, Dr. Dr. B, for sharing his incredible wisdom and insight and all that we need to know about. There's so much more. We all have men in our lives. We want to be around and healthy for a really long time. I'm not just talking about significant others. I'm talking about sons and, and, and fathers and uncles and everybody. So I really hope that him sharing all of this information and a new way of thinking about health motivates you to do things different. 
For Dr. B's information, you can head over to leannephillipson.com. I'll make sure that I put his website and everything if you want to reach out to him. You know, he's not inaccessible. He's a busy guy. And he also takes time off for himself, which is important. So it might take you a little bit to get an appointment with him or, you know, reach out to me and we can start working on how many beets you got to eat in, in, in a day and all those kind of things too. So... Some of the supplements that we talked about, the BioBoost in particular, is uh, those are available on SproutRite.com and the B, the liquid liposome B complex. So I'll put a link to that on LeannePhillipson.com as well. If you've got any more questions at all and you, anything that he talked about and you think, no, I'm not going to answer on social media, well, send me an email through SproutRite.com or LeannePhillipson.com. Of course, you can get me on social media on uh, at SproutRite and at LeannePhillipson on those handles. Send me a message and we'll do a deeper dive into anything that you want to know more about. So share this, share this far and wide. This is like a mission to help the men out there because they may or may not know that they actually need this. I am so grateful that you're here. I'm so grateful to have incredible people like Dr. Brockenshire. I'm so grateful to you, Chris, for helping us to put all this together. My loyal listeners, our loyal listeners, the time that you've invested to listen to all of this. So thank you from me. Thank you from your body and your health. With all of that said, please remember to eat this one mouthful at a time.